It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is Locked On Panthers, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you for the first half of July, three times a week. This week, you got episodes on Wednesday, Thursday, and today, Friday. But coming up in a couple weeks, we'll be back to in-season mode, meaning five shows a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, but in the meantime, I'm going to need you to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from, so you have the show downloaded to your phone, tablet, or however you listen to the show. So go ahead and do that, and also, when we get back into in-season mode, if you haven't already subscribed, or you're not following, go ahead and do that as well. Also, it's Friday. You're used to having a weekly Friday mailbag. Hasn't been happening the last couple weeks. Got some travel going on. That's okay. You can still follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council. You can still get in your questions where I'll find time, either in a couple Fridays or the following week, to fit it into a show because I like your feedback. I want to hear what you guys, if you have any questions, so please go ahead, DM me, at me, whatever you got to do. Go ahead and do that so I can answer your mailbag questions. Typically on Fridays throughout the offseason, but right now, Got a little travel going on personal-wise, work-wise, so not as simple to be able to sit down and record like I want to on those days I need to, but still, I'm out here for you, so just go ahead and give me those questions, and I will get to them when I can. Part two of my conversation with Nick Carboni on deck, the sports director for WCNC, the local NBC affiliate here in Charlotte. I go on with him to talk Panthers sometimes, so I said, why don't you come on and talk Panthers with me now? 
on the Locked On Panthers podcast, and he did that. And here's part two of that conversation. I think defensively, though, that's where the excitement is with this team coming into 2021. Brian Burns set up probably to have – well, I mean, it's going to be difficult just because of the position, but he's set up to have an opportunity to be a pro bowler for the first time in his career. And not like the first – like injury first year, last year, good player, under radar. But this year, it's time to really see him take that next step. And he's also going to be a leader of that defensive unit. Having Hassan Redick on the opposite side helps him. Hopefully, Gross Matos is is healthy this year. Just on the defensive line itself with – you draft Davion Nixon, not sure how big of a role he's going to play, but Daquan Jones was solid for a lot of years there in Tennessee. Um, obviously, Derek Brown, the first rounder of last season. Defensively, like in front seven, at least, I mean, that that front line in the edge, you got to feel like this is kind of a quintessential, at least they're set up like a quintessential Panthers defense that just gets after that ass all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I, I think Phil Snow would say that too. I think that – I'm not sure how good KK Short was going to be last year, but him kind of being – that plan to be next to the rookie Derek Brown not working out, that really hurt them because they didn't have much behind him either. They had Zach Kerr and, and Bravion Roy and some other guys that rotated in the middle, but I think now they're in much better shape in the middle. And then you talk about what Brian Burns could do in this coming season, and I think he's putting a lot of pressure on himself to get some of those sacks that he wasn't able to come up with uh, to be, to to achieve those accolades that will make him one of the greats in the game. I think that weighs heavily on Brian Burns. Um, and But the one I'm really excited about that you mentioned is Hassan Reddick because I think he got better uh, last year. He obviously had the game where he blew up and it inflated his numbers a little bit. I also think you know he's in a situation here where he's comfortable with what they're doing. He's comfortable with what they're going to do with him and how, he's gonna, how his role is going to be defined on the field. And the system that he's in with Phil Snow and Matt Rule, you know, combination he was with at Temple. Um, so I think he's coming to Carolina at like the perfect time in his career to maybe where he can really, you know, start to do some of the things that that a lot of people thought he could do when he came into the league. So I'm very excited about Son Redigan. And then with all of that, what it could do for Brian Burns. Like specifically, I think we're all excited about Brian Burns. But if all of those other pieces up front can do well and stay healthy, um, that's just only going to be better for 53. Yeah, and you got to think that with both those guys out there on the edge, like Hassan Reddick, the Giants game is where he really blew up. And we're right. we're only a, a year removed from this time last year where Arizona was like, yeah, this is it for this guy. He's done here after yep. the season. So I'm always like, you know, contract year, undefeated. <laughs> was he lying to us? We'll certainly find <laughs> out even though he kind of is in another contract year. So yeah. he could still end up be lying to us. Yeah, but, right, yeah. Oh, no, but he could have another contract year type <laughs> season. That'd be great. But that's fine. Just keep playing on one-year yeah. deals if that's what it yeah. takes uh, to bring out the best. But yeah. I think it's also in situations where, you know, it just kind of took time for him to yeah. figure things out and be in the right uh, situations there in Arizona. And I'm not going to sit here and tell people that I sat there and watched a ton of Cardinals games. I only watched <laughs> what, when the Panthers play them. And that one Sunday night game where I can't believe the Seahawks. Well, the Hail Mary. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, exactly. I'm I'm really excited about that because you, you bring up the opportunity to further unlock Brian Burns if if he was the key, the locks already been thrown away. Like it was yeah. already I mean, it would be really nice for the Panthers to have another star player. I mean, McCaffrey's clearly a star if he's healthy. They don't really have another just like league wide known guy. And I think Brian Burns has the ability to be that. Um, and like I said, I, I think he feels the pressure to 
to be that. I think he he wants so badly to be, you know, ha- achieve those accolades, Pro Bowl, All Pro, ten sacks, like all of that stuff. He wants and he's hungry for and. Hopefully he has the pieces around him to, to help him out a little bit to get it done. Not, I don't think there's any doubt he'll be a pro bowler. All pro, we'll see. Like that position, yeah. you got so many dudes coming out every single year. It's just hard to do. Yeah. And the consistency, we'll see. But I think he has a chance to be along, along lines of really good edge rushers here in Carolina. Will he ever be Julius Peppers? Probably not. Let's just be realistic. Pep. I mean, was what the number two pick? He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I not mean, everybody he's can absurd. be ten interceptions, one hundred and sixty sacks. Like, but can he get up to the quarterback yeah. like Charles Johnson potentially? That'd be great. Why not? Yeah. That, that would be awesome. But we're never going to have another Julius Peppers here. Uh, very unlikely. Um, and then we can even throw in like Kevin Green, Reggie White, who didn't do their <laughs> didn't do their damage here in Carolina. If but- he could be the cornerstone of a good defense, he can elevate the defense. Absolutely. The defense can be solid. He can he can make it that top five, top eight, even top ten defenses here would be great. But yeah, it's he, his, he's, he's got the ability to elevate the defense. Because it's his turn. Because you, you look at I mean, the years that you had CJ, the years that you had Pep, at least the first time around. Then yeah. you kind of look at Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis those couple years. Like, yeah, it's time to have that next defensive stalwart that you kind of look at the Carolina Panthers – and you look that that guy defensively, and that yeah. could be him, and maybe even Hassan Reddick with him in the years to come. More from Nick Carboni in just a moment. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Go to the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts, promo code locked on. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The rest of this defense, like the cornerback position, thank God they figured that out. At least on paper, they figured it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what Boye looks like last year with the injuries. Um, also, the whole suspension at the end of the year that's going to cost in the first two games of the season. We'll see if he can get back to the player he was in Houston, or at least he was back in, in Jacksonville. If he can recapture some of that for at least this season. We'll see whether he sticks around for 2022 or not. It's obviously all dependent on how he plays and also how 
Dante Jackson Dante, plays. Yeah. Um, and JC Horn. Now, I, I I don't know why I'm bullish on Dante Jackson. There's plenty of reasons to like not necessarily be like, yeah, this guy's actually gonna figure it out. Not he's never gonna be like that guy, that guy guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think he has he has breakout potential this year. He's found ways to run into the football throughout his career. A lot of that's just luck. Because people used to rag on James Bradbury for not getting a ton of interceptions. Now he got a, a decent amount last year with the Giants in his first year there after getting paid. But it's a lot more luck than anything. But Dante, he's shown promise. He certainly has that attitude that you want. He was tough to coach early on in his career, especially when they had some veterans. But also they had some issues in the coaching staff as well. So I kind of get it. But last year, when he was healthy, I thought he played well. This year, if he's healthy, I think he has the opportunity to really earn his opportunity to be here in Carolina. I don't think he's going to get, like, top corner. I, I could, there's, he's not getting top cornerback money. But I can see him actually being a guy who you can feel really good about as your number two moving forward alongside J.C. Horn after the season. Yeah, this this position has been unsettled, obviously, since Josh Norman and then James Bradbury grew into being a number one corner and then left. And so Dante Jackson as a second round pick has always been like, all right, get out there, Dante, like go be a number one cornerback. But he's, he's really just not. And I think JC Horn being here and and some of the other guys that they brought in for depth allows Dante Jackson to kind of be, have less pressure on him to be able to make plays on the ball. I mean, he had some really good interception returns last year and, and talking about the coaching, like if there was one guy, if, if you, thought last year okay like who is somebody that's not going to assimilate to a new coach who's kind of like rah-rah and kind of hard on guys coming from college who's going to be the guy that doesn't mesh with that you might say Dante Jackson based on his first couple of years in the league and in fact he kind of flipped the script and yeah. I think Matt Rule really took a liking to him I think they love he, him yeah and he played through the turf toe which we you know we don't know <laughs> we we've we've heard how hard that is to play football through he tried to gut his way through it he still had a decent year for the amount of games he played and yeah i think they love him now um so i think he's he's probably in a in the best spot he's been in uh hopefully if he's healthy uh that he's that he's been in in his entire professional career here in carolina so uh, hopefully that leads to him having a, a very good year and kind of holding down, you know, that other side of the ball while J.C. Horn hopefully goes to work. And, you know, just with the depth, I think, you know, you're not going to have Stanley Thomas Oliver and Troy Pride Jr. making their mistakes, like, in big moments and big games against big receivers. Hopefully. Yeah. They've got more talent and more depth now to not have to put guys in those positions, which was just crazy. Some of the names are running out there. Uh, trying to cover Julio Jones and the like. And that's a great point you make there. Like the corners for the Carolina Panthers over the last couple of years, probably like five seasons, have been put in terrible situations early on in the career. James Bradbury comes in, but they give him Josh Norman's number after everything that went down that offseason with Dave Gettleman rescinding the franchise tag and that all playing out. So you come in that season, you're starting Daryl Worley, Benet Ben Wickery, and James Bradbury, and we saw what happened at the 300-yard game that Julio put up. You also talk about when Dante Jackson comes in, him having to start right away early in his yeah. career, and he had his moments, but still, you know, he had the other moments that weren't yeah. great for him that got exposed on all or nothing and kind of led to the narrative like Dante Jackson not coachable. You know, can he ever be that guy here in Carolina? And you look at last year as well, Troy Pride Jr. having to come in 
and start in a situation where that should not have been the case for him. And relying on like Rasul Douglas to come in and try and bail you out after you got cut by the Eagles. I mean, I go back and watch like the games from last year. It's just so noticeable how bad Douglas was in so many spots. And he was one of their better guys because oh, yeah. he, was he was just available. One of the more reliable corners on the team at some point. So it's just good that finally you have a proper cornerback in A.J. Boye. You have Dante Jackson who has experience and went healthy. I think it, under this coaching staff has a really good chance to be good. And you have J.C. Horn who's going to have to start the first, first two games. But if he struggles, you can then bring in Boye afterwards. And it's not like, oh, he's getting demoted. It's like, no, he's getting the opportunity to learn – from two right. veterans, and you if, if Rashawn Mullen makes a team, then you got him as well. Yeah, It's the best situation that they've had a corner in a long time here in Carolina, and I feel really good about it. Now, at safety, Chin, okay. Burris, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Linebacker, Perryman, if he's healthy, I'm fine with that. Carter Jr. came along at the end of last season after being in the doghouse. Shaq. Like, defensive line, corner, edge, I feel great about that. The rest of the defense, I'm just kind of like, we'll see. I think that's the only part that could potentially hold them back. I, I Quick pause and more with Nick Carboni, the sports director for WCNC, your NBC affiliate here in Charlotte, North Carolina. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. We're talking about smartphones, guys. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need, including brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box and O? We sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Guys have been telling you about Built Bar, and now there's something awesome that they just put out. Limited time flavor, Built Grasshopper Cookie. Available this week only, July 6th through the 9th. Get the new Built Bar flavor, Grasshopper Cookie. What does it taste like? It's just Built Bar's version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie. You know the Girl Scouts always giving you those fine cookies, those Thin Mints. I love them. You love them. Now, Built Bar's found a way to basically bring you the same cookie with their own flavor, Built Bar. All the flavor without the sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors, including coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. There's something for everyone. They're soft and easy to chew and 100% covered in chocolate, and they're super healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or maybe raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. We're almost there to Tokyo. Almost to Tokyo. A little bit of controversy, but we're almost there to Tokyo. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. And you get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And you 
can have the brand new grasshopper cookie flavor, limited time offer. They taste like Thin Mints. I know you're going to want this. The linebackers, I got to see them stop the run because I have not seen the Panthers stop the run since like 2015 at this point. That's, that's how long it feels like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you even go back to Keekley's last year, how much they struggled trying to play 3-4 and, and all the gaps that were, were left open. And last year, I mean, I think Perryman's got to hear Whitehead's number, so it's going to take fans a while to, like, <laughs> readjust their television sets <laughs> to figure out that it's not to hear Whitehead. But Well, they'll be yelling at Whitehead, yeah. what is he, 52, what are yeah, you doing right. out there? So hopefully he's in some of those. I mean, there were just gaps unaccounted for. There were blown coverages of safety, so – if they can shore some of that stuff up on a consistent basis and be better outside of the edge, and I think the strength is up front, uh, then, you know, maybe you hide it a little bit. And maybe Jermaine Carter, do, I mean, does come in and have a, you know, at least a reliable year as somebody that they can they can count on to start or, or play a lot of games, play a lot of uh, uh, snaps. Um, you know, Shaq Thompson, is, I, think, I think we know, like, okay, he's not going to be like a superstar linebacker, but he's going to make plays. He's going to be kind of the heart. He's now kind of the heart and soul of the defense. Uh, he can make an impact play, you know, a couple of times a season to to help you win a ball game. So, I think it's better than it was last year. Uh, Perriman's got to stay healthy. I, I just think all around defensively they're tighter. Um, Hopefully that hides the linebacker position. Maybe the linebacker position surprises you. I, I don't have any great hopes for the linebacker positions. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think they're fine. Like, here's the thing. Like, Shaq Thompson, I know a lot of Panther fans have been critical of him throughout his career for whatever reason. Like, he, like dang, Shaq He's Thompson. He's not a running back, too? He, he <laughs> that could, was all the talk when he came out of Washington. Right. It's like, oh, the guy he can't beat out, Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. Yeah. Like, Wow. <laughs> What a bust. Like the dude has signed – like here's the thing. He's a first-round pick, and he signed a second contract, and he's now one of your leaders of your defense. Now a little bit by default, but also based off of merit as well. I think that's a actual successful draft pick, especially in today's NFL where we see plenty of guys who don't live up to whatever hype they have coming out of college, especially around the place that he was drafted. So I'm appreciative of what Shaq Thompson would do here in Carolina. Training camp coming up three weeks. Spartanburg would be cool to have people back out there at Wofford College. Obviously, I think 100% capacity and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that would be great for people to get down there and check out things. I don't really have – I mean, well, I'll, as we get closer, folks, I'll talk more about camp battles. But just your overall thoughts heading into the season. Like I was looking at that fan survey that I brought up before with Joe Person. And someone – I guess a majority of Panther fans believe a – Successful season constitutes a winning record. I've sat here and told people, at least for a little bit, I was saying eight, nine, nine, and eight sounds about right to me. But then I kind of thought, well, this is the youngest team in the NFL. I'm not really a fan of the quarterback. So nine and eight, I don't know how that could be on the table if I if they're the youngest team in the NFL and I'm not a fan of the quarterback. It could obviously still be on the table. Like, come on, it's like we, it's a week to week league. One possession games, as we've seen last year, anything can change with just a coin flip or whatever. Blow, you know, it's in, inches, mm-hmm. you know, the inches, it's all that matters. Al Pacino, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I still feel like seven and 10, eight, nine is probably the most realistic. But like saying that a winning season constitutes success, I don't think I can go that far. Like showing that you're, you're primed and ready to go 
for yeah. a wild card spot in 2022, if not the division, depending on like what goes on with Tampa Bay next offseason, that should kind of be how you mark success for Matt Rule and the Panthers in year two. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think, you know, to push back the week where you're hoping to lose for a draft pick, make that go further back a little bit, which in a 17-week season should be, uh, you know, a, a little more possible. I think, you know, you you want to chase a, a wild card spot, the expanded playoffs for as long as you possibly can to hold interest, uh, to keep your team involved, to keep your team thinking that it's going in the right direction. And there's some question marks, like we've said, offensive line. I mean, that's, to me, the biggest question mark. One and 1A with Sam Darnold. Um, but that's where coaching comes in. And Matt Rule is supposedly this turnaround coach who starts here, your two is here, your three is here. Okay, Matt Rule, can you take this young group with some unproven players at key positions and put them in that position to, you know, feel good about year three and and feel like you are a lot better than you were in year one? Now you've had the mini camp. You've been on the field together as long as you were supposed to in the offseason. There hasn't been as much turnover, although there's there's been quite a bit. The coaching staff is is intact, at least with the big three at the top. Um so I think a successful season this year means, you know, you're, you know, contending for something. I don't think it's going to be a division championship. Um, I'm not sure it'll be a, a an outright playoff spot. But if it if you can be playing in December with a with a good chance and not one of those Ron Rivera point oh one percent chances where we're always <laughs> in it. In December, like, no, the fans actually think, like, yeah, if I go to this game and we win and somebody else loses, like, we might clinch a, a wild card spot. I think that's where they need to be. Yeah. I don't I, know what that record looks like. A 17 game season is still boggling my mind, but it's weird. Um, if, it, yeah, if they finish seven and 10 and, you know, that, that 10th loss was like down to fourth and goal and it was like they almost got a wild card spot, or if it was, eight and nine and they won that fourth and goal and won that game and got a wild card spot. Like, I think that's great. I don't think it has to be a winning season this year. Here's the thing for me. Like if they go seven and 10, that's really, it's, I think it's going to be one of those things that's going to leave a sour taste in people's mouth because the I way guess that's it, really six and 11. Well, well here's the or, way uh, or uh, six and 10. Or yeah. But this is the way I, I see, I, this is the way I would see seven and 10 playing out. You look at the, the last couple of weeks, I mean, mm. Tampa, so you're good until then, but then like Buffalo. yeah, those teams are right. They're they're peaking right now. Right. And they're getting ready for the playoffs. It's just gonna be like you had a young team, you had a great season mm-hmm. so far, but you're like you're going to Buffalo probably yeah. on a Saturday night. Sorry, yeah. sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. You're playing Tampa, probably not happy. You're going to the Superdome. They're yeah. all lubed up, nuts, yeah. nut house. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I kind of I would see it like yeah they're like seven and seven in like the last couple of weeks they just like yeah. you know they fall apart and then people well, it's not they fall apart they're competitive yeah. it's just like they're not there yet it would just be nice to see a Panthers team not bottom out like that's been the issue <laughs> 16, 18, 19, 20. it's like by late November or earlier it's it's over yeah right like no it's over like that was awesome when they started last year three and two because nobody expected that. And then it bottomed out. So, like, if you can just have a nice run in November or even December leading up to that portion of the schedule, that would make everybody feel pretty good. Yeah, I don't think there would be anything worse than uh, 
what, 2018 was it? Or was it 19? Yeah, that was a real bottom. Uh, the, that uh, was like, six and I guess two. to bottom out that hard, you got to start here. Yeah, the, the whole. Know? But I mean, <laughs> like things have been irrelevant over there in November and December for whatever it is, like four out of the last five years. I mean, so, yeah. Going back to like that Seattle game yeah. in 2018, that was yeah. the last time, like, yeah, they, I mean, they were in it. And I put that in quotes. Like, yeah. It was over. Cam's shoulder was gone. Yeah. The defense, they couldn't stop anybody. It, it just, they were done. And yeah. if you look back early in the season, like the, the New York Giants game where Graham Gano bailed him out at the end there after gross mismanagement by the coaching staff, the clock and everything, <laughs> like they probably should not have been like six and two anyway. But hey, those are the inches in football yeah. that kind of get you to that point and not. Well, hey, man, I appreciate your time, as always. Uh, hopefully, I'll get down there to Spartanburg and that brutal Yeah, man, beat. you got to see it. Yeah, I can't wait to sweat through everything it. I own uh, <laughs> down there in Spartanburg. But, hey, it's a privilege and it's something that well, we should I'm, all I'm, be happy about. I'm psyched. I mean, like, last year, all I could do was literally – I actually lived up the street from the bubble. I would drive down to the bubble. I would, like, watch the guys from a parking lot walk in, and then I would, like, shoot a stand-up and go home and cut it for my living room. So – I'll gladly take a, stri- a trip to the Sparkle City this year. Absolutely. And uh, and let's also throw a shout out to Greenville as well. Nice little. Yes, sir. Out. I'll have to pop down there for a, a couple, <laughs> couple too. Yeah. Well, uh, Nick Carboni, you guys can uh, follow him on Twitter at what's your uh, handle, Nick? I don't know. At the top Nick of my head. Carboni WCNC. If you're not already doing that, then I don't really know what's wrong with you. Come on. Let's <laughs> come on, figure it out, people. So go do that. Um, and he does a lot of great things. And sometimes I pop on him too. Pop on with him. With yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On the on the television. So check all that stuff out. Great stuff from Nick. Really appreciate him hopping on here. Check out all of his Panthers action on WCNC. You can go on the website, WCNC.com, where you can also find Locked On Panthers. That's how you listen. You can find us there where it's going to be attached to a ton of Panthers articles. So if we ever have something timely, like when Sam Darnold got traded or the draft, you're going to see the podcast right there. So the link to the podcast, really, if anything, anything Panthers related, you can find a link to the show on WCNC.com, which is a really cool partnership that we have. I also go on TV with Nick, do some digital stuff with him on YouTube, and some YouTube stuff can be coming on with the show here in a couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. Excited about it. Training camp coming soon. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, guys. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcast from. Follow me on Twitter at Julian Council or answer all of your questions for our weekly Friday mailbag, which is not technically happening right now on Fridays, but you get the questions in. You deem them to me. I'll get to them eventually. So that's why you got to make sure to listen to every show. We're going to be back to five days a week shortly in a couple weeks. But until then, three days a week. Check it out. Everyone have a great, great weekend. It's Friday. I'm in Denver. I'm going to go see the Aver brothers at Red Rocks. So if you want to ask me how that was, I'll surely tell you. Have a great weekend. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.